I have crippling depression. Hi, welcome back to <coughs> Professional Rangers. I'm I'm Finkel, and I'm joined by my co-host, Cheeseman. Say hi. Hello, I am Cheeseman. On a very sad Cheeseman day, as the uh, the Packers have lost, and we will get to that later in the show. And the Miami Dolphins have lost, too, so we got squ- depression squared all around. And, <clears throat> sorry, the smoking habit is still catching up to me. So... I say we should split this up into. We're going to split this episode up into three parts. Now, this episode is called Professional Rangers, but we know some of our listeners don't like hearing the screamo people on, like, like Alex Jones doing stuff like that. We know people don't want to hear the screamo bits, so instead, we're just going to t- like rant, but calmly, so that way, like, we don't like give you like immense ear throbbing pain. So let's start off with the games that are not canon. So I have them pulled up. And Cardinals at Seahawks on Thursday night football. Seahawks win 28-21. What are your thoughts, Cheese Man? Um, yes, I believe we already talked about this one in the previous episode, but I'd like to add that uh DK Metcalf, it seems as if he like he just he's had a rough couple weeks, you could say. Not rough, because he still caught a yeah. touchdown, but he's like he only had three catches, which he was high up in the catches and yards, and now he fell down to sixth. So, uh, it just, you, I think it was a matter of who was covering him. Because I feel like when he's got good coverage on him, he kind of just fades away. Yeah, I gotta agree with you there. As the season's progressed, I feel like defenses have found ways to tackle and shut down the Seahawks' offense, which is why mo- most of the Seahawks' games have been rather close rather than just complete blowouts. Yes, and then, so we do have next game on Sunday, Browns-Eagles in the pouring rain in Cleveland, which the weather has not been good there at all. Finkel, your thoughts? Close game, but, I mean, the Browns do have playoff hopes, but I think just the entire NFC East is garbage, so I don't think this one was actually worthwhile to watch. Unless you're a fan. If you're a fan, it's fine. Yes, the Browns are 6-0 and against teams with a losing record and 1-3 and against teams with a winning record. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 12 for 22, 204 yards. But the real, impress- the real thing that impressed me was the run game. Now, the yards weren't there, but over the past couple weeks, Nick Chubb has come back strong from injury as long as Kareem Hunt. Finkel, do you think this is the best running back tandem in the league? Best running back tandem in the league. Now, that's really tough. I... But I think Kansas City's is a little worse. But yeah, I'd probably have to agree with you there. That they're just so powerful and can just drive all the freaking time. Yes. I agree. Yeah, definitely powerful. And then game. no one caught a touchdown as Mayfield did not. But the real, real stud in this game was the uh, Browns defense. So they got five sacks without Miles Garrett. And uh, Denzel Ward had a pick. The talkie talkie had a pick six. And uh, Olivia Vernon at three sacks, which will make him our defensive player of the week. Yeah, I mean, they've, he played great. So next game is Steelers at Jaguars. I, I think this was just expected. They just blow him out 27-3. to three. Like, it was, come on, it's the Jaguars. It wasn't well. Yeah, that was just, like, very expected. And, you know, 
just blown out. But I thought the Steelers would score up in the 50s range. So, good job, Jaguars defense, I guess. Yes, they held him at bay now. Finkel, do you think Luton gets to keep his starting job when Minshew comes back? Or do you think it's a lock for Minshew to start? Yeah, I think it's a lock for Minshew to start. You can't just be throwing four interceptions. Like, that's just Nathan Peterman's stats. But he's lucky because he held it on for an entire game and not just one half. So, yeah, I think Minshew immediately gets the job back. Yeah, two touchdowns to six interceptions for Luton. Not Wait, not great. Total on... this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then James Robinson, possible uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate. How are you feeling about him, Finkel? How am I feeling about him? Well, I picked him up on my fantasy team. And the fact that, like, I'm pretty sure he's, yes, he's one in the top five of most rushing yards by an undrafted running back, like, all time. My man Savan Ahmed is in that range as well. He's fifth. But Robinson is also, like, I believe in third. So, yeah, third, yeah. second, and first two games. So. And then Deontay Johnson chased Claypool. It was Juju's birthday, but he was overshadowed by Johnson's 12 catches for a buck 11 and uh, Chase Claypool. Do you think Claypool, he's at 10 touchdowns in 10 games right now. Do you think this dominance continues? or? I think it continues on because I just think the Steelers' offense is just going to blow through every single opponent mm-hmm. they have. I do think they will lose, though. It's, they're not going undefeated. Yes, they look. If you look forward at their schedule, they have the Browns one more time. They're at Buffalo, and Thanksgiving they are at or they are home against the Ravens. Yeah, so Steelers Ravens actually going to be really fun. I think that's going to be our game of the week, but that's for tomorrow. And the next game, Lions at Panthers. Panthers win twenty to nothing again. Blowout. I mean, did you really care about this game? Yeah, I say you just got to fire. What's his face? Matt Patricia. He hasn't done anything notable. The yeah, other guy just, uh, wasn't bad, but mm-hmm. can't get shut out by the Panthers without their best player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice job, Panthers. And this was a really fun game that I actually really cared about. Pats at Texans. Texans win. How do you feel? Well, uh, Deshaun Watson, I've had my doubts about him in the past year, but mm-hmm. maybe that's just because his best wide receiver and probably the best receiver in the league was traded and now he's he is uh he's going under the radar this year he's got 20 pass touchdowns he still runs the ball with quite good efficiency and uh i think it was just a uh, show of what's to come Mhm. yeah well okay. then uh and then uh, yeah so the next game on our schedule we have uh Chargers Jets. Uh, Finkel, how do you feel about this game? This was an interesting game. So, I would actually love to give props for the Jets. I thought they would score like how the Jaguars did a nice three. Um, yeah, three points. Hold on, I'm conversing with someone about Christmas wrapping. It's very weird. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. So, yes, Chargers. Um, the Chargers did. I thought they were going to freaking choke. I was getting because, a little I mean, nervous. How do you let the Jets like? Yeah, I was very worried. I'm actually hoping the Jets win because I really don't want them to have Trevor Lawrence because I I just don't feel like dealing with that for the next like five years guaranteed. 
Yeah, unfortunately, as if the week was not bad enough for my teams, I was facing Justin Herbert in fantasy, who had 366 yards and three touchdowns. And I also was facing Keenan Allen, who set a career a career high and franchise record 16 catches for 145 yards and a touchdown. He did fumble, though. But still not, yeah. Yeah, Herbert's just... Mm. But, I, yeah, Chargers, your defense just needs to step up in, like, second halves of games because you've just been choking your way for, like, the past ten weeks. So just, just come on, man. It's the freaking Jets. You should have blown the Yeah, and now is the uh, is Herbert your offensive rookie of the year frontrunner now? Um, yes, definitely. I think he de- totally deserves it. I mean, he has won three games, but... He's just yes, he's he's actually he's only won two, but yeah, still. If they could, if they could, if yeah, they could keep right, leads, yeah. he'd be like four and four as a starter. He has more pass touchdowns than Deshaun Watson, with the same amount of picks. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Can you even start next? Can you even start all the games? Yeah. Crazy. So, Cowboys, Vikings. The Cowboys got a win. So, I know my uncle's listening to this, and he is a Cowboys fan. So, I will congratulate you on being the Vikings. But like, that's just very close margin. The Cowboys could have easily lost. Yes, that CD Lamb catch was straight just phenomenal. That was awesome. Um. Yeah, CD is just. Finkel, Adam Thielen. Good. Performs excellent again with eight catches and two touchdowns. Do you think now? Do you think there's any way he could fetch himself an All-Pro spot? I think he can, but it's probably going to be one of the lower runs, just overshadowed by the Vikings. Just bleh. Mm. So it's definitely not impossible, though. I would say he would make it. Yes, this season. I this think season he has uh, forty-nine catches. Which is more than he had last year. He was hurt last year for 646 mm-hmm. yards and 11 touchdowns, which is that's he's that's more than last year. That's more than the year before that. That's more than his first four years in the league combined. Yeah, so that's just the Vikings offense has relied heavily on Dalvin Cook for a while now. And with Stephon Diggs gone, Kirk has number one target. Adam Thielen has just become mm-hmm. part of it. So, yeah, it's definitely deserved. Now, we have two games left in the earlier window. Uh, that was Saints Saints New, uh, Saints New against the Falcons. Not much to say about that. Taysom Hill started. Did, were you impressed by his first start? Mm-hmm. Um, I was impressed, yeah. I was definitely expecting an interception. But nice job by yeah, Taysom then, Hill. On a much sadder note, Joe Burrow lose it. They the uh, Bengals fall to the football team as Burrow tears his ACL and MCL. He will be out for the rest of the year and most likely some of next year. Do you think uh, Finkel? Where does this? Do you? Th- I don't know. I just can't say anything about this. This is a devastating injury. That that's that's just it. Yeah, it's horrible to see him go down because I was actually kind of rooting for him. You know, like. Joey B, you know, college sensei, and I was really hoping he actually excelled and let made the Bengals rivalries actually be good. But now that he's going down in the loss to the football team, 
very worrying mm-hmm. and definitely sad. sad yeah, not a good week. week. 11, Almost man. like week two. Super just. Another thriller of a game we had. That I wouldn't say that was a thriller, but we have a Tennessee at Baltimore with Derrick Henry once again squanders the Ravens as he runs for a touchdown in overtime for 133 rush yards and a touchdown. Your thoughts? So I thought the Titans were going to win this game anyways. I mean, they beat the Ravens in the divisional round. I just think the Titans are just Mm -hmm. insane. Yeah, I think the Titans are a well-put-together team. I think Mike Vrabel is a good coach at times. But then one another, their X factor has mm-hmm. to be their tight end, Johnny Smith, who has sneakily seven touchdowns this year. But he has 30 catches for seven touchdowns. So on average, one of every five of his catches is a touchdown. And this is coming off like two weeks without a touchdown. Earlier in the season, it was just touchdown, 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 just all over the place with him. He's a pretty good player. Mm, yeah, like... I think it's smart that they picked up Brian Tannehill because, remember, back in Miami, he was atrocious. He was injured constantly because the O-line couldn't support him and he didn't have a strong running game to help. He needs a strong running game, and that's why I think Mike Vrabel bringing him in is genius because they have Derrick Henry, right, bruising power back and can even break loose a couple times, right? And then you got Tannehill, a, a, a pretty solid offensive line. So I think the Titans did a very good job doing that. Yes, and Sunday night, Chiefs win a shootout with the Raiders, 35-31. Uh, Mahomes throws his second pick of the year, and Hilaire rushes for two touchdowns. Uh, Le'Veon Bell scores his first touchdown as a Chief. Your thoughts on this game? Well, I benched Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I got blown out by 50. So I'm very sad boy with 11 continuing down that train. But I'm really glad that the Chiefs won because the Raiders are, like, contending for a wild card spot. I don't, I don't think there's any way they win the division with the Chiefs up there. So with a loss and us losing to the Broncos, I think that definitely makes it better. Yes, for and before contention. we uh, go to any other games, I just got a notification from Bleacher Report. We have scheduled Week 15 games. Usually they do play. The NFL has been playing games on Saturday. And this year, week 15, Bills-Broncos will be played at 4.30 Saturday, the 19th. And Panthers at Packers will be played at 8.15 in prime time. Yeah. Um, speaking Packers, of prime time, we had Rams at Buccaneers. Yeah. Tom Brady once more finds a way to uh, lose in the biggest stage. So uh, what do you – he did th- He threw two picks to the same guy. An interesting tidbit here. They were both pick 199 in the draft. So, uh, what do you... Do you think they can come back from this? Do you think a 7-4 and four Buccaneers team, still with a bye next week, do you think they can make some noise in the playoffs? I think they can still definitely make some noise in the playoffs, but if it just keeps going downhill, if you keep on losing like this... I think they can easily just be eliminated as they can. Yeah, I think the, the pass division. defense no. was not good. But uh, on the offense, welcome back Antonio Brown with a hearty mm-hmm. eight catches for 57 yards. 
Yeah, I remember this one play, right? So basically, Brady takes back to throw, right? It, he throws it, gets batted, he catches it, and then freaking throws it again. It's you penalty. cannot no. you can have two forward passes. Now uh, we have we have finished the regular game, so now we must talk about the dreaded sad games. I think we can start with, which may be the sadder of the two, you'll never know. Denver against Miami. Miami loses 20-13 to to the coming in 3-6 and six Broncos. What do you think on this? As Ryan Fitzpatrick takes over the starting position for Tua at the end of this game late. I think we need to make this a whole other segment because I could go on forever. So I say we end the segment right here and then sure. we have our own rants. So we will be back. And welcome back to Professional Ranters. I am Cheese Man. I am joined by Finkel, as always. And this week you can call me Sad Boy Finkel. Words, I'm just refer to me as that for the rest of the podcast. Sure. Now, Sad Boy Finkel is going to talk about a crushing loss the Miami Dolphins took from the Denver Broncos to take them out of the playoff picture. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to let's just go like this. I'm just going to be very brief and then go in, in depth. This game was very disappointing. The offense couldn't get anything going. I mean, the defense was okay, but, I mean, it's pretty bad in the clutch. There is a lot, a lot to, like, just go over. So let's start off with the least abysmal part of yesterday's game. I'm sorry, Sunday's game. Special teams. We got two field goals and several punts. Yay. I am so excited watching Matt Hack punt the ball away for the sixth time. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll stay calm now. I'll stay very calm. Anyways, my man Jason Sanders got two field goals, one of them which is quite lengthy. So, nice job, Jason Sanders, keeping the greatness up. Matt Hack, just, I don't know why we have to use you so damn much. Why do we have to freaking punt six freaking times? Start Calm down. Okay. So, now that we have finished talking about special teams, let's move on to the defense. So, the defense did get an interception to start off the game, which led to a beautiful three-yard touchdown fade to Devontae Parker. Very beautiful. Very just easy. Xavier Howard just completely shrecked um, Drew Locke. And I had hope. I thought, yeah, we're going to freaking kick their butt. So anyways, with the defense, later in the game, there's this one play where Drew Locke can't find anyone open, so he runs up the right sideline. By the way, he has bruised or cracked ribs, and it's very sore around these ribs. And he rips a 20-yard running play, putting them in the red zone and making it very easy for them to score a touchdown and seal away the game. How do you do do this defense. Like, it's a lot harder to be the worst defense in the league than it is to be the best. How do you allow Drew Locke to just scramble for 20 yards when he has sore ribs? What are you doing? And then the play before that, Philip Lindsay breaks like a 30-yard gain. We cannot cover the outside. We have enough big boys in the middle. The instant he bounces off to the left side, boom, gone. <sighs> Definitely sad boy hours. So, with that, 
that horrible defense. The run defense was atrocious. How do you allow Melvin Gordon to score two touchdowns? Don't get me wrong, he's a solid running back, but he, he's not he's no he's no Derrick Henry. So two touchdowns, not one, but two. And it was the only touchdowns of the game. It was just the only two touchdowns that the Broncos scored, twenty to thirteen. Like, it's just sad. Our run defense is just so, as I said before, abysmal. Like, I'm pretty sure we have combined, at least during that game, 23rd in the past, like 26th in the run. 26th. It's just, it's just sad. Like, we we put so much effort into signing all these linebackers and drafting all these linemen, and then it just doesn't even pay off, and we allow, like, Nearly 200 yards of rushing from Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay. Anyways, pass defense. Remember, we got an interception to start off the game, which is very, very good. X gone, give it to you. It was great play, perfect execution. That first drive where we picked them off, beautiful. Mwah. Just perfection. Then, like, but then for the rest of the game, they just completely just allow everything to go by them. It's like they were playing prevent defense the whole time. Play call was just bad. Along with that, horrible defensive play later in the game. Like, they just could not clutch up. Fourth quarter, you know, we're like, we're down seven, and we're trying, like, I'm sorry, down, like, what was it? Yeah, down four something. We're trying to stop them. We're trying to just keep it close, not allow a score. And you just freaking choke and allow, like, a, a Melvin Gordon touchdown or a field goal. Like, it's just, like, any other defense, like, you can name any other defense in the league, they would be somewhat clutch, right? Unless they're just that bad, you know, like, no offense, but a Bengals defense. Dude, we're doing so many, I'm doing so many Bengals insults. It's going to be real Feel painful when all we have our guest on for Fantasy Friday. So, like you can pro- like they can probably clutch up right and hold the offense to a stop, especially one as terrible as Denver's. But it's just making me hurt think about it. But like. We just can't be in the clutch. We can, like the instant they get in the red zone, just don't even play. They're getting a touchdown. So now let's move on to the offense now. Tua, 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 Tua. I don't think you're listening because, and if you are, what are you doing with your free time? What are you doing with your life listening to me rant about Dolphins football? But if you are listening, like I know they were blitzing. Well. Entire Dolphins offense. Like, we had no pass protection whatsoever. I can't blame it on Tua. I I just can't. I cannot blame it on Tua for throwing, like, 85 passing yards before bringing it fits. Because the offense just wasn't clicking. The play calling was sporadic. Everything was just off the charts weird, you know? Like, we couldn't get the run game going, so we had to rely on the pass. And the pass game wasn't working. The Denver defense just completely shut us down. I will give kudos to Denver for having a very solid defense and holding Tua and just completely murdering. They got, like, four sacks. But with that, (laughs) 
we, we it's it's it gets to a point when you got to put in Fitzmagic, like the offense is just come on, and then he just starts off and starts driving down the field, which makes me just even more sad. And they were speculating in the booth that Tua did ha- that Tua had a foot injury. The instant I heard that, I'm like, oh my god! And then he's just completely fine. He just got benched, so that's good. But he was benched. However, the Dolphins organization does have confidence in Tua. So for the Dolphins fans listening, if you didn't receive that news like beforehand because you're kind of late, you know, Tuesday, that is what the news on Tua's injury is, air quotations. And the rest of the offense, like, it was just... It, it was disappointing and depressing. Like... We were going to do a bit that, like, depression and disappointment came on to record the podcast. But, like, oh, so, but disappointment and depression did join and was just piling on to just the Dolphins team just alone. It wasn't just the Packers. It was it was all on the Dolphins. Like, like the Packers, Cheeseman, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yes. But, like. It was. I think it was just piling on even more for the Dolphins because it was heartbreaking. We lost to the Broncos to Drew Locke, who thrown seven touchdowns to ten interceptions. Oh my God! I am getting off topic though. So Dolphins offense, it's no one was helping Tua. No one was just helping the offense. The play call, like Chan, Chan, Chan. Come on, like. You, you, like, run some RPOs, run some bootlegs. And, and with the defensive play calling, that amoeba, that was working. Or you, he has no idea who's rushing. But you got to blitz more when you do that. You got you can't just pull back everyone. So I'm just dis- disappointed with how we've played. But you know what? We're playing the Jets next week. Things are looking up. We win and we become 7-4. and four. And we're, That's literally the record of the Buccaneers. They're 7-4. and four. And we could literally be as good as the Buccaneers right now. So I'm 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 just optimistic for next week where we can easily get a win against the crappy Jets team. An, an amazing 0-10. So with that and all my just anger, let's move on to the Packers. Jeez. Yeah, so uh, my rant's going to be a lot quicker because that was a very uh, long rant, even though we're going to try to keep it brief. But the uh, Packers fall in overtime to the Colts. Just, just too many mistakes. Um, I got to say, a lot of people are sending death threats and just downright <laughs> wrong messages to Marquez Valdez-Scanling for fumbling. But you know what? He was the one that made the catch that sent it into overtime. Now, that being said, he is leading the league in uh, yards yards per catch for 20.7. I don't think there's any room to be blaming him. I think the fact that Darius Shepard wasn't returning kicks that great, I'll leave it at that. And the fact that, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers always trying to find Devontae, that's great. Top three receiver, but... Uh, Robert Tanyan being wide open in the end zone to take the game, that would have uh, that would have been better. But I just think, a sloppy game. You got to hold it. I'm not going to say that Scantling deserves all the blame, but it's like, man, just please try to hold on to the ball next time. 
the defense can't stop anything either. That's another problem. They got one sack total. Um, okay, Philip Rivers with what do you have? He had a knee injury in the game too, or whatever. Um, Devonte Adams caught another touchdown, but it's like just whatever. It doesn't count if you don't win. So, uh, that's no, yeah, really good offensive lines by both teams. Billy Turner got bullied around really hard. Um, I think they just got to get better as a whole. And um, that's going to conclude my short rant on the Packers. Okay, so I would like to pull up the stat line that I found. Let me just pull it up real quick. It's basically about the Dolphins' playoff chances. We are currently in fourth with the three spots left. So a little worrying. But I do not believe it is impossible. Yeah, so you look at that. Now, you look at the playoff picture. It's pretty much there's one. Um, I think there's one lock, and I think that lock is the Raiders. Because the Raiders are, what, 7-3? and three? And what is it, maybe 6-4 and four even? But they, they have, like, yeah, they have the easiest remaining four. schedule in the league. So I think they'll be a lock for just that wild card spot. And if they can't catch the Chiefs, the Chiefs will be the just the loser of the AFC West is going to get the first or one of the three playoff spots. Now I also mm-hmm. think the uh, one of those spots is going to go to the AFC West team. I mean the um, the uh, AFC North team. I think whichever the Browns or the Ravens competes better. Look at, mm-hmm, right yeah. now, the fact. The Ravens are six and four is a little alarming, considering they have the Steelers next week. Being six and five would not be good, and that's a lot of ground to make up. So, let's just say the Browns look at that spot. I think the last spot just comes down to Dolphins, uh, Dolphins, Ravens, or Dolphins, Browns. Will they get that spot? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They got the Patriots again. Will that be a? I can't guarantee that be a win, because I know the Patriots have been losing, but. The Dolphins lost to the uh, Broncos, so I just, I, I'll just, yeah, the Dolphins might go for a clean sweep of the, uh, if they can beat the Bills, that'll be a clean sweep of the AFC East and make up four, four of their four wins. Um, But mm. I just, looking at it right now, if I pull up the Dolphins schedule, which I don't, they have the Jets, that's just an easy win, but then they mm-hmm. they got a tough road ahead. After the Jets, they have the Bengals. So let's say they win both of those games, which would make them uh, yeah eight and four. No, Joe Burrow's definitely going to yeah, eight and four. Mm-hmm. Then they have the Chiefs. That's a loss, eight and five. So now yeah. the last three weeks could be the hardest three weeks of football they've played in the past five years. They've got the Patriots. That could go either way. I think the Finns win that, though. I think they've learned from playing. Well, let's say they win out. Even after that, they're 11-5. and That's fine. Mm. Now, let's say they lose to either the Bills or the Raiders, which I see have. I think they're going to lose one of those games. Let's put it that way. I think think we have to beat the Raiders because we just need to control our own destiny in that situation. And that's going to help so much because if we have the same record, it can be like, oh, Dolphins beat the Raiders. Boom, wild card spot. So I think we need to win that game, and it's definitely not it's definitely Yeah, I don't think the Dolphins are going to lose out, but I don't think they're going to win out either, just because I think mm. the Bills have also been really awesome this year. So I'll take a loss to the Bills, which would make them 10-6. Mm. and six. Then the yeah. fact that they have those two games before that is a little frightening to me. 
because I'm a nine and seven team isn't going to make the playoffs even with seven teams in the AFC this year. And one thing mm-hmm. we forgot about was also the Titans too. So it'll in fact it'll be the Titans. It'll be either the Raiders, Browns, and Ravens will be that thing, and then you've got either the Raiders, Browns, Ravens, or the Dolphins for that spot, and that's. That's a little more worrying, considering that two of those spots are already going to be taken. So I think that game against the Raiders will be a very pivotal game. And I would not be surprised if Dolphins-Bills is on that game that they play on Sunday night, because it's of most importance. I think that'll be the NFC West playing then. But I just, I think they'll go 9-7 and seven, looking at that. I think they can go ten and six, though I believe. Yes, I, I, I do think they too. Can beat the Raiders. But and I have two fun facts about the Finns. So, Dolphins cornerback Xavier Howard leads the NFL in interceptions since December of 2017, despite missing 16 games. It's just that's just impressive. I think X deserves to make the Pro Bowl. No, and then also, so I'm gonna look at the other schedules too. That's what we can do. So the Dolphins will go ten and six. Mm-hmm. I think the Titans have that first wild card on lock. Would you agree? Um. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. So then the other teams are the Raiders, the Ravens, and the uh, the Patriots could still make the playoffs. I I don't see it though. Um, considering they've already yeah. used up their games against the Jets, just not happening. So. Dolphins, Raiders, Ravens, Browns. Those are the four teams fighting for the last two spots. So the Ravens, look at theirs. They got the Steelers. I think that's... I think that could go either way. But I also that... think Ravens, Browns yeah, could go could either play. way. So I'm going to give them one loss out of those two games. So mm-hmm. one and one. Yeah. I think they beat the Cowboys. So two and one. I think... And then the last three weeks are Jaguars, Giants, Ray, uh, Bengals. So five and one, give me eleven and five for the Ravens. So mm-hmm. then the Raiders, yeah, that's wow. The Ravens really lucked out with that because that could be really pivotal when they're playing the Bengals the last week of the season. Who, mm-hmm. um, Raiders have the Falcons, and I that could go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons won. But then they also have the Colts, which I year. also think could go either way. So let's put them one and one again. Win against the Jets, two and one. Mm-hmm. Win against uh, they do have the Chargers and the Broncos. So I'll give them a loss in one of their last three games, which is Chargers, Broncos, Dolphins. So that's ten and six. And then the Browns, on top of all these teams right now at seven and three, they have the. Jaguars up next. That's a win, eight and three. They have a oh, pivotal yeah. game against the Titans, but besides that, they have the Jets, the Giants, and Jets. So that's already uh, ten wins. Oh, no. Now they have the Browns, they have the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Titans. If they win one of those games, that's eleven and five, and that's the wild card spot. Do you think they lose out in that situation, though? I think they can lose out in that situation. So it's Ravens, Steelers, and... So if you do that, so the Ravens now have the second wild card spot. So they're 11-5 and and the Titans are whatever. So you have the the Dolphins and and the Raiders at 10-6, and along with the Browns. 
I think the Browns don't have a tiebreaker. In fact, they're under the Raiders. So it's really just going to come down to can whoever wins Dolphins Raiders is Dolphin. getting the last wild card mm-hmm. spot. If if the Browns lose out, if the Browns can beat either the Titans, the Steelers, or the Ravens, they're in. But the Dolphins and Raiders, all they have to do that game, whoever wins that gets the tiebreaker and they get the spot. So we'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, Dolphins in the playoff picture. Wow, yeah, it's been a while. I remember that happened in the like Cutler years, and they were like in the hunts, but like second to yeah, last. Yeah, but you gotta feel bad for the Browns too, though. Ugh. And mm-hmm. um, so I think yeah. this is gonna wrap up professional ranters. Check also, we're gonna be doing a special college basketball uh, little episode and that will be uploaded today as well, and we will see you then. Uh-huh.